0: And welcome to the Get a Job and Get Healthy podcast with uh, Costas Enterprises. I am your host, Alex Costas, um, and today we're going to be going over one thing that I haven't really followed up with. Uh, we're going to talk about the keto journey, uh, month two. Now, of course, looking at it as today, today is actually the start of. Uh, month six so um i have a few more to go and i need to write the blog posts to be understandable um but i am looking at uh doing an all-encompassing uh, three-month blog post given that the last three months have been under lockdown and we've had covid and all that sort of fun interesting stuff so i, I do plan to cover that off in another blog post uh as well as podcast um if you would like to, please feel free to pop along to my uh, website um, at Costus Enterprises Wordpress.blog, I believe it is. Um, it will be in the show notes, so feel free to have a look. Drop me a drop me a line, send me an email at doncostas at gmail.com. That's D-O-N-C-O-S- tas at gmail.com if you want any help uh if you would also like to discuss anything let me know um okay so enough with the the fun stuff so what we're going to do is let's start getting into you know what i like to, to call month two diet harder um now this podcast may be a little bit long um it will include some comedy um about basically what i observed um the last one that i talked about was the, the keto was the first month um and you know i'll be covering things like cravings and diabetes and uh, what happened and also my feelings at the time but mainly uh, it's a way about talking about feelings um uh you know like crying deeply and rolling up in a fetal position um but before i do start i want to acknowledge and thank everyone that has continued to listen to these podcasts has also uh reached out to me on social media um and my friends my family that have supported me during this time um you can follow my journey through instagram and all the links are in my um website uh but i have the kiwi don uh, if you look at that that is me uh through my instagram post- process where i put things like photos of food and all that sort of stuff uh, granted lately it has been a lot more photos of things like t-shirt designs and all those sorts of things um but i also follow and uh discuss sweetcoin um uh, as well which my last podcast uh episode one of the last ones was on sweetcoin which uh, was a really helpful journey and a helpful tool that has helped me continue to uh, keep my walking up, which has been good. So now that all the fun stuff is past, let's get on to month two, week one. Uh, So thinking about when I was originally talking about the first month, um, I'll be honest, it was was pretty much the same as what had happened the, the previous month. I was still craving food, Um, I managed to stay away from foods that made me comfortable Um, and you know everyone knows these types of foods, Um, cravings were there but you know I'd still been pretty good. Um, And when I talk about the food, you know, it's it's the bad ones, it's McDonalds, it's Kentucky fried chicken or kiwi for chicken which they tried to rebrand in New Zealand. Uh, It's things like chocolate and just normal fried chicken in general. Pasta. Any pasta. Real bread. Yes, keto bread is amazing. Um, Especially the one that my partner makes for me. Um, Because the normal keto bread is, quite frankly, bloody horrible. It's very small and it doesn't taste very nice. So I'm really, really (laughs) happy that my... Uh, partner was able to make me such amazing um, bread. Uh, but it was things like having a sliced white piece of bread with a sausage in the middle with tomato sauce. The typical kiwi barbecue thing. <sighs> Missed that a lot. Uh, pizza. And one of the other big ones for me was potato chips um, or chippies. Um, now, I better stop myself there because otherwise I'll, you know, I'll want those even more, and the last thing I need is more temptation. So I'll say this now: cravings do still appear for the rest of the month, and this was at month two. I can tell you right now, at month six, they definitely are still there as well. Um, I did give in to them a little bit during month two, but not on that first week. So diabetes check. Um, It had been reduced to fortnightly visits, um, and I was told that my blood sugars were okay, but I needed to increase my insulin by 5 units, meaning I was on 35 units. So overall I was feeling pretty good um, with myself, no cheap meals, and I was eating well, so that was a good 5 weeks, you know, doing pretty solid. Week 2. So, those cravings that I was talking about, well that week they started to win. I had some sugar. I had some chippies, and I had some chocolate. And let me tell you, I felt guilty about eating it. I felt like I was, like I was hiding it, mainly because I was. Now that's not the worst part. The worst part was after something happened, I went and did the stupidest thing I could have done. I went down to McDonald's at 2 a.m. and I gorged. On a Big Mac, a double cheeseburger, nuggets, and French fries. But why? You were doing so well, Alex. You know you want these food. Why 2 a.m.? Well, being honest, I'd just left the hospital after my mum mum had been admitted, and I hadn't eaten anything since about 8 p.m. So I was very hungry. Now. Some of you will be listening and going, Look, that's understandable, you know. It's, it's, except the fact that it wasn't. You see, I knew I had food at home, food that I could make, and I wasn't that far from the hospital. I was probably a good five minutes drive from the hospital, as opposed to five minutes drive to McDonald's on the way. Now, look, I'm not knocking McDonald's, I have eaten there since I was a kid. And like some of you, um, I used to have birthday parties there. Okay, when I was five, just to clarify, you know, pouring the ice cream was the best part. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Pour the Sunday, you know, the power you felt was amazing. It was like you were, you know, skeletal taking over greyskull. So for a long time, a huge staple of my life and diet, I suppose, was McDonalds, Um, and after not having it for 5 months, that first bite into the cheeseburger, it was like I'd died and gone to heaven. Ronald was waiting for me with open arms and Grimace was giving me props for coming back the way he was, well minus the being purple and looking like a weird sex toy, but you get what I'm saying. But, after eating and gorging. Let's be real. It was gorging. I snapped back into reality. What have I done? Was it worth it to break my streak? And I know these feelings of guilt and general ugh. I'd had the feeling every single time I'd had KFC. And again, KFC used to be a staple food for me. I used to have it all the time, but the feeling I was always having was, after biting into that piece of chicken, you know, your mind goes, oh, I really want this KFC, it's going to be delicious, it's going to be delicious. You have that bite, and then you get that fat oozing into your mouth. It's one of those ones that made me want to be sick, yet I couldn't stop myself. And that's the thing, with the McDonald's, I knew I should have stopped myself. But I couldn't. And now my main problem that week was knowing what I'd eaten. How do I stop from going back? Now I know a lot of people will be saying something like, you know, it's okay, have a cheap day, have a cheap meal, it's okay. Yes, it is okay, once in a while but when you know that one of your trigger foods and I do say trigger foods you know what I'm talking about if you've had the same problem as me it triggers you you want more you think oh just a little bit more oh I, it'll be fine just a little bit it leads you back to them so I know my body pretty well and the reason why I say it's a trigger food is, once I get a taste, I find it very hard to give it up. It's like one of those devils on your shoulder saying, go on, you know you can have it. You have been so good, well those little devils are bastards, and as a week goes on, they grow bigger, and they also get make you hypersensitive to foods, adverts of foods, smells of foods. You feel yourself wanting To have just one more, you're you're like a crackhead that needs their next fix. Think of the, the Dave Chappelle character, come on buddy, come on buddy. Well for a fat person, that is what those foods can do. It's the sugar, it's the fat, it's your trigger. So I managed to make my way through the week. and. After that feeling and trying my best to avoid all my trigger foods and alcohol, and we've previously covered drinking in my previous history post and in my history podcast as well. Week three. After finally managing to control my urges, I step into week three with a bit more focus. Now, the important part here is that word focus. You see I managed to do a little self-evaluation and reaffirmation that I don't need that type of food anymore. During this week I am doing great, I'm walking a bit more than last week, not hitting my personal goal of 12,000 per day, but at least I'm eating better. And it is at that day that I remember one of my traditions that I'd been planning for the last month, International Women's Day, March 8th. So for those that don't work with me or know me very well, on March 8 every year, for the past 7 years, I bring goodies in to the office for my team. A lot of this is to show the women that I work with in my life that I appreciate them and they have helped me grow as a person. This year, I enlisted the help of one of my previous flatmates who owns and operates her own mini bakery. Um, You should check out her Instagram. I've got a link in my blog post for this particular one. It's called The Little Cake Kitchen. Um, And she has some delicious cakes and slices. And trust me, you will be in for a treat. My flatmate made 24 cupcakes. Chocolate and berry, banana and salted caramel and vanilla. So I managed to stop myself at two one of each, and not only were the cupcakes well, f**ing amazing, but that sugary carbon-fused awesomeness tasted so good. I could have stopped myself from here having any, but see, that's part of the problem, because sometimes we can't stop ourselves. Well, I, in this case, grabbed those cupcakes on instinct. Put into my mouth and chomp down before saying do i actually need this diabetes check well this week it didn't happen because i had to cancel it now this was my own choice due to everything that was going on in my life at the time i didn't have time to go back and change it i did keep monitoring my bloods and i also kept checking my insulin taking my pills so i was feeling confident that i would be okay until next week week 4, so by this week COVID-19 had hit New Zealand and people are out there starting to panic buy, I didn't but some of the people in my family did. Now this means there are a lot of people at supermarkets, farmers markets, and suppliers certainly getting affected. An example of this, um, which had only just hit me in the last couple of days was that my partner had told me that the place where she gets the special flour that she uses for the best keto bread in the world, was all gone. Now after trying the cardboard like substance that passes for store bought keto bread, I can easily say this was going to be hard. Hashtag keto problems. What I want to get at is with this week, there is increased tension, increased fear in the air? And it's all good to people to just say, hey, chill out. But when the anxiety is hitting you from all sides, it's times like these when you can fall back into your old learned behaviors. In my case, I am more at risk to not cook the food I bought, go out and buy bad food like pizza or burgers, hence the McDonald's. And I'm going to keep this under control and cook the food I like eating. Now I am no Jamie Oliver, well I I don't cook naked, I wear a robe and I have some decency. I mostly do my cooking in the mornings, but what I do cook I enjoy. And I'm seriously thinking about making a keto recipe book in the future, showcasing just some of the foods that I have had and how I make them in a semi-lazy way. And if you think this is a good idea, please contact me let me know go hey yeah, I'd love a lazy cookbook more than happy to give an example of what I mean so my main go-to for breakfast is simply boiled eggs with sausages and veggies and I know what you're thinking you're thinking oh that doesn't sound very nice but the way I cook it is pretty simple so I'll put the eggs and from cold let them boil from cold water same as the sausages I put them on the fry pan then I go have a shower I put my robe back on, come back out, flip the sausages, check the eggs, then go get dressed, come back, food's ready. It's a little simple I know, but it works for me, and it's making me eat healthier. Now of course if you now have an image of me cooking in a robe, you're welcome. Or I apologise, pick one. I want to show people in the future that this keto thing can be hard but only if you make it hard on yourself like me straying towards mcdonalds instead of coming home to cook something otherwise you can have really tasty food even if you're a fussy bugger like i am now in the uh, blog post i now go on to talking about being an amazon affiliate and you know i say look i don't get paid to write these crazy bogs but if you like what you're saying i would love you to support me yada 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 um, in this case, my blog post was hand sanitizer because, at the time when I wrote this blog post, we were running out of New- in New Zealand. We were running out of hand sanitizer, and I thought it was a good little joke. I do want to say thank you for bearing with me. Um, I do have some photos in my actual blog post, and. At the time that I took these photos, I lost around nine kgs, so that's nineteen point eight four pounds, uh, which is pretty good for a two months' work. And I truly appreciate everyone that you know uh, wants to like and subscribe and comment. And as I've said previous, I want to turn this into a this faro into a community. So stay safe. I love you all and good luck.